Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast of Personal Growth Recipes with your host, Ron Denner. I also want to mention I'm going to be starting a second podcast shortly here called Biz Connections, B-I-Z. That's short for Business Connections. And with that podcast, what I'm going to try to do is talk to business owners or managers, you know, kind of talk about their business, a behind-the-scenes look, and hopefully give some insights that will help get to kind of share with our audience. And also, too, I want to promote that business locally. And hopefully we can learn some tip, tips and things that they, they can share, okay? I'll, I'm also going to keep, I'll be doing my pot, personal growth recipes podcast. I'll continue that. I'll continue to interview individuals and share my personal insights. And also some of my biz connection podcasts will also be on that podcast also. With that, I want to introduce uh, Rick and Teresa Jornelin. Mm -hmm. Many of you know them from Hawks Mill Winery. Mm -hmm. uh, we've we've been regular customers from day one. I, day one, my <laughs> wife and I. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ricky, a lot mm -hmm. of the dinner family. Correct. <laughs> so uh, we're glad to be here, and um, so I, I just want to introduce Rick and Teresa and just kind of give. A quick little bit of background on them, if you want to just share a little bit of your background. Sure. Is that okay? Yep. Yeah. So I grew up in Broadhead. Uh, that was my stomping ground growing up. Uh, stayed there till I was graduated high school there and went, went off to college. Uh, ended up working for night manufacturing in Broadhead uh, after school. And uh, that worked out really well. I was there almost 25 years, uh, did everything from started out in sales, uh, went to engineering, um, then ended up in uh, as a paralegal doing intellectual property such as uh, patents and trademarks. And so I was there for quite a long time and then uh, went to MyTech Corporation in Monroe, which is where I met Teresa. <laughs> And I'm actually from Winslow, so I'm just across, or was just across the state line. Um, grew up on a small farm. My dad was a tool and die maker. And um, moved out and got married and lived in Lena for a number of years. Um, had two kids with my first husband, first marriage. Uh, and right out of school, I started working for MyTech uh, as a purchasing assistant and worked my way through the purchasing departments uh, into operations and um, ended up being there for 31 years, and the majority of the last, oh gosh, 10, 12 years was spent as VP of Operations and Distribution, overseeing five plants across the U.S. Okay, so you came from the manufacturing sector, and that probably helped, yeah, I'm sure you learned some skills in that area, Absolutely. right, to transfer yep. over to this. And a lot of people don't know, you can, you can let them know, what, like what year did you start the winery? What year was that? Roughly? We planted our first grapes in 2012, um, but we didn't open the tasting room until 2015, March of 2015. So the grapes, okay. Grapes came first, a um, couple of different plantings there, and then we, yeah. we purchased the property that the tasting room sits on in December of 2013. We started remodeling everything March of 2014, and then we opened in March of 2015. So about five years. Going yeah. Strong. Okay. Yeah. And where did the idea come from? Just we joke that we drank a lot of wine one night. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Actually, what it was was Teresa and I got married uh, almost exactly 10 years ago. Um, and uh, I was at that time I was a beer drinker and she was a wine drinker. So she started to corrupt me to the uh, wine drinking side. It didn't take very much. No, it didn't take much. <laughs> we went out to uh, Napa and Sonoma and uh, I found a red wine out there, a Merlot that I liked from yep. Sebastiani. So she immediately bought a case and had it sent home, uh, and that kind of started my journey into wine. Um, that led to home winemaking, um, fooling around with that, and friends and family enjoyed that. So uh, we went the next year. We went back out to California, and on the way back from that trip, I told her. I remember on the plane, I said, "You know, we've got our soil is rocky and horrible soil." Yeah and hilly, um, and that's exactly what grapes like. I said, why don't we just plant some grapes just for fun, just for home winemaking and stuff like that. So the next spring we planted 150 grapevines and they grew really well. Um, so then the next year we decided to plant another 500 vines uh, and those grew really well, things went really well. So. And at that time, um, where we lived, uh, we had neighbors just up the hill from our house, mm -hmm. and they had decided to move. Um, so we decided to buy that that property, which is the winery property here. Okay. And then that's when we uh, decided to turn this into a winery. Mm -hmm. And uh, most people, a lot of people don't know the winemaking process. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you give like a, just a, just an overview, like a quick summary. Yeah. Sure. Um, it, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, where beer making involves heat, it's a heat cooking process. Uh, wine making does not require any heat. So you can take anything that has sugar in it, uh, mm -hmm. any juice, um, and um, put yeast in it. The yeast is a specialized yeast. The only difference from baking yeast is this yeast uh, can handle a higher alcohol level. Uh, so you put the yeast in, and what the yeast does is it converts all the sugars to alcohol. So when the yeast is done with its job, which maybe takes uh, a week to a month, it depends, mm -hmm. um, then uh, you have a juice that's not very sweet, and it has alcohol in it. So then from there, you start working with the flavors of how are you going to blend this, make it taste good. Yep. And then as a commercial winery, we filter that down and make it stable uh, so that we can bottle it. And the educational part of this, you guys, did did you just learn? How did you learn it? I mean, there had to be something Once again, it. we drank a lot of wine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, a program called Vesta. And it's online courses that are taught by California winemakers. And uh, you can take two different tracks. One is enology, which is the winemaking side, mm -hmm. and one is viticulture, which is the vineyard management side. So we kind of split up duties, and he did the enology or winemaking, and I did the, the vineyard side of things. Okay, okay. So. And I noticed, too, on your Facebook page, the rhubarb wine. You're going to do something with rhubarb wine, I see? Yeah, this will be our fourth batch of rhubarb that we've done over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, so every year we get in rhubarb from customers that drop off, you know, from 10 to 100 pounds of rhubarb. Uh, and then we freeze and press that and then ferment the juice and make a rhubarb wine. 
So I, people like rhubarb pie, you must have tried the rhubarb that's, wine, right? Right, that's the name of it, rhubarb so, pie. Yeah. But we've already got enough for this year. So. Okay, don't bring any more rhubarb. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and it's, a, it's a limited batch. So whatever we get for rhubarb for the year is what we're able to bottle yep. and yep. sell. So when we do release it, it sells out really quick. So is there a typical day, like in your schedule, when you do the, yeah, it, 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 is there a set routine or is it just kind of... Our day, every day every is day different. Is, yeah, every day is different. <laughs> <laughs> it just really depends. You know, for me, um, first thing in the morning is I'm, I'm in the office trying to catch up on paperwork and bookkeeping yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, but then it depends if we have events going on or I'm working on Facebook, you know, creating the mm -hmm. events, um, supply runs, you name it. I mean, it's just literally anything and everything. Uh, and then we're bottling usually at least once a week. Um, so that's three to four hours, depending on the size yeah. of the run. And you've got help, right? We do have help, you've yeah. Got, who, who's the main winemaker? Do you have a chief winemaker? Well, it used to be Rick, but now we've turned it over to David Hawk. He's been with us since August. Mm -hmm. It'll be coming up on a year. Okay. And he's doing really, really well. So we've turned a lot of those duties over to him. Okay, delegation. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have a favorite vintage yourself, or is it kind of across the board? <laughs> Um, I would say mine would be our port that we released last year. It was our first port, and it was it was stellar. So that is my, yeah. Would, a port is a fortified wine. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's a little higher alcohol, but it just had such a great flavor. I just had a, to one it. of the dry wines. I can't pronounce it. Frontenac. 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 Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. I'm a dry wine person myself. I know yeah. every. Mm -hmm. And you got. Just what are the varieties? I mean, I, I don't have a list in front of me, but just what's we, your main we probably focus? Probably twenty five. Yeah, lines between right between now. here and our New Glarus location, we make probably close to twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Right mm -hmm. So that, that, uh, that's and, a big. And our selection. sales yeah, are probably three quarters of our wine sales are sweet wines. So we really tend to focus uh, a little more on the sweet wines because that's what our customers want in this area. Yeah, there's a story you mentioned. I previous talking conversations I had with you when you first opened you were surprised we were right? very surprised yeah you, this was not originally your no we idea. we well, just kind of anticipated this to be a weekend business where we would continue working our full-time jobs um, and you know kind of do this more on on a weekend mm -hmm. basis only and our first weekend open we sold a thousand bottles of wine um, and it, we kind of opened our eyes and went, oh, boy. So we had to kind of rethink our business plan and, and what we were going to do. So That's pretty, it was, pretty amazing. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, very incredible. Is, uh, the, uh, the online part of this, now, what, what can people do if they want to get – a lot of people are used to ordering online, going through that process. But you, what is your – procedure on that what do you prefer to do so we can we do have online ordering but that's designated more for people that want to ship wine to, to different places and we can ship to about 30 different states right now um, but if you want to place an order for pickup here don't place it online just call us or facebook message us we'll have it pulled and okay. have it here waiting for so you go on go on facebook the phone numbers obviously on facebook right and you can message mm -hmm course on Facebook right so either message convenient. or phone call yeah and we'll just have it pulled and ready for pickup yeah. and one quick little tidbit too I, I want to mention about the, the two-month shutdown we just went through with COVID-19 just share what you guys did during that time sure 
Um, so we knew that, you know, obviously we weren't going to be able to do tastings in our normal business. So we decided um, to try something really out of the box, and that was to do wine deliveries. So we decided three nights a week we would take each night and go to a different area. Um, Wednesday was east, Thursday was west, and then Friday was south. And um, it really, really carried us through some tough times, as we all know. Uh, we ended up doing 232 deliveries in the seven to eight weeks that we were that we were down. Yeah. So that, that's pretty special. I mean, that that shows you how service oriented they are. Very service oriented. Not too many businesses went went that extra step. So I, that's something we appreciate. Yeah. I know we were we were on the receiving end a couple times. Oh. And we appreciate. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of a boring two months. Yes, mm -hmm. it was. <laughs> it honest. was. Um, you guys, do you have any special offers like a, a wine club, whatever the, the, the verbiage is on that? Uh, so we do a case club. A lot of people are familiar with wine clubs where you get a shipment every three months or every four months. Um, but we do ours a little bit different. So if you come in and purchase a case of wine, uh, the first time you get a 5% discount on that case of wine uh, and you get a little card. And that entitles you to two free tastings anytime you come back in for the next year. And then if you come back in with 12, within 12 months and buy another case, you get a 10% discount. So you don't, it's not a recurring club where we're just charging you every, yep. every quarter. Um, you have control over buying that case when you want to buy the case and what you put in that case. And one, one other thing I want to throw out there, it's a great atmosphere here. We've, like I said, we've, we've been here different times throughout the last five years and you do special events we do you know and I'll, I'll i'll say this from my perspective it's it's beyond just music you have other events um you want to share some of the stuff you do sure we uh we also have a brick oven pizza so we do we call it pizza in the pav so we fire that up and cook pizzas for three hours they're all um mm -hmm. made to order so you can get any of the standard ingredients um you mentioned music. We do either single musician duos, and then occasionally we bring in a full band. Uh, we've done comedy nights. We've got a 5K run that's coming up. Um, oh, gosh. We do an East, adult Easter egg hunt, which is just a lot of fun. People have a, have a great time with that. And, th and this year we moved it to a virtual Easter egg hunt yeah. because we're, we couldn't have it on site. Bingo. Yep, we do Boogie Woogie Bingo with the famous Ricky Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun event. Um, we got another one of those coming up June 26th. So. And you can rent the pavilion? Yeah, right? we do a lot of uh, weddings, receptions, uh, bridal showers, class reunions, uh, family reunions, and fundraisers. We've done okay. a fair number of fundraisers. So if you, you know of anybody, a class reunion, a get to, any kind of a get-together for that matter, the pavilion is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is one mm -hmm. of the nicest pavilions I've seen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, and I know you... You built it pretty much yourself. We did. We got brave on that one. That was that's probably my biggest. I love construction type stuff, but yeah. this was the biggest challenge that I've ever had. This is a this is a big one. So we, we did it, it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're getting to the wrap up here. You guys have any hobbies? Pretty much. I'm a woodworker, yeah. uh, so I love when I have time, which isn't a lot, yeah. but I, I love making cabinets and and woodworking. 
Oh, and I love to cook, and I liked, I love to read, too, but I don't have a lot of time to do that. But when I do, you'll find my yeah. nose in a book. And we follow you guys on Facebook, so I know you travel. We do. <laughs> we do some. Yeah, a little some. bit. We just got into camping a couple years ago, so we don't get out a ton to camp, but when we do, it's usually at, like, early mm -hmm. week, which is nice because yeah. the campgrounds are pretty open. Yep. And are you sports fans? Busy. Yep. Yep. Packers? Packers and Yep. and badgers badgers mm -hmm. and we now have alpacas yeah and just like had a baby animals. alpaca mm -hmm. the baby alpaca yesterday yeah and alpacas are what what type of type of animal a lot of people they're don't know what alpacas are. they're, so yeah, it's they're like a camelid camel. family mm -hmm. <clears throat> they come from peru they live up in the mountains so they have a a dense fleece uh that you shear once a year and then you can make that into things, which we have at the winery, you know, mittens and socks and scarves and things like that. Mm -hmm. So this year we'll be shearing, uh, in June, we'll be shearing uh, our animals and then sending that fleece for processing. And then I think we'll have local people make, make the various items for sale here at the winery. Roughly how many alpacas do you have? Right now we have six, because we just had one more. And one then more. we got one llama. Um, but one of the mama alpacas is bred, so she's due in about three weeks. Okay. So we'll and you, have and seven you can literally see them out your you can. off the mm -hmm. right at the back patio. Yeah. They're right there. Yeah. 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 So we're at the end here. We're going to, a couple interesting questions at the end here. What's something people would be surprised to learn about you? Um, well, I think the fact that we did so much of the remodeling and the building of the winery ourselves. Yeah, I, that, um, I, I didn't have a clue. Yeah, that, you know, the, the tasting hands. room itself, we, it took us a year. We were both working full time, but it took us a year. But we did the majority of all the remodeling in here. Yeah, yep. and I always close with one last question. Um, if this was your last day on earth, sounds over dramatic. <laughs> Can you think of one or two things that, you would like to share, pass along to somebody? I think in these days, uh, it's just, uh, it's disheartening to me that, that we can't, it used to be that we could have um, differences of opinions and still get along and be friends. And it's just, it, it's just too bad that we can't do that, it seems, anymore. And I wish we could get back to being kinder to each other and just trying to get along even though we don't have the same points of view. I, I think everybody everybody would agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I want to thank Rick and Teresa. Oh, you're welcome. And they're open seven days a week? Seven days a week what, through what the summer, yeah. Hours are? Uh, 11 to 7, seven days a week. And you have a second location? In New Glarus. New Glarus. And right now we're just reopening that after this whole COVID situation so that is friday saturday and sunday 10 to 6 right now and i want to thank rick and Teresa. if you're in the area or if you're, even if you're not in the area stop out this is a great place Oxmill mill winery right outside browntown wisconsin if you're not sure google it <laughs> google it google anything so if you enjoyed this episode folks uh please like and share or leave a comment down below and always remember to uh you can find find me at uh at Twitter at Ron Denner or at Instagram at Denner Ron, YouTube Ron Denner, and also on Apple Podcasts, you can look it up under Personal Growth Recipes. And of course, the new podcast coming up, Biz Connections, that'll be probably in a, towards the end of June.
So stay tuned for that one. And also our Facebook page. And until then, this is Ron Denner, your host for Personal Growth Recipes and Biz Connections, serving up and signing off.